Praise the name of Jesus Christ. I want to thank the Lord for this wonderful moment that we have again received. We should come and share the word of truth. Yes, I trust the Holy Spirit that you are ready uh, to continue from wherever we stopped uh, from since our last episode. If you have been following closely, I know by this time you know where we have come from and where we are going. In the word of God, we are trying to uh, enter into the depth of this wonderful revelation in the New Testament. We have been seeing several things from a writer from the Old Testament seeing how that which was sown as a seed is developing, is is growing and uh, seeds are maturing. We have seen uh, several things that are now revealed in the New Testament that they were one time uh, concealed in the Old Testament. We have seen God opening up, unfolding and even today we want to continue this wonderful teaching. Now we are in this wonderful series about uh, experiencing uh, uh, New Testament uh, the God is plan in the New Testament experiencing God is plan in the New Testament. So in the New Testament we are able to see what is eternal purpose. What is his plan? What is his economy? What is in his budget? See the Bible is like a budget plan that shows us what God is up to. You need to have the eyes of the spirit be able to see the line of God and his desire his purpose, his will, see, out of the 66 books. Now, I want to introduce myself once again. I am Pastor Dennis Matov, there from Freedom Experience Ministry. I'm here to take you, and this should be our eighth episode. This is episode eight, and I trust God that even today we have something new to talk about. Uh, in case you have missed the past seven um, episodes, just get our application from Google Play Store, download Freedom Experience app, and you'll have a lot of stuff, a lot of things. So you can visit our website, Freedom Experience Ministry Then everything you need to know about us and the things that we have covered so far, they will be found by you. So we are going to talk about all this person. Uh, we are continuing with our message and we have come to now to see what is the person of God. God as a person has got a personality. Now in this message you want to consider God is person. God is person is simply God is being. God is being. And many more particular uh, particulars concerning God is person are revealed in the New Testament and even uh, they are unveiled in the Old Testament. As we consider the various aspects of God's person, we are going to see what kind of God intends to dispense himself into us. See, it is important to study about God. You see, they say that theology is the study of God, but 
I think we need to go deeper to study about God in a living way, not in a theological way. So I'm here to show you this God in a living way and we are going to know what kind of God intends to dispense himself into us. You may realize that God desires to dispense himself into you. But what kind of God is being dispensed into you? See, it is even something that is beyond imagination when you think about entire God pouring himself into you and that is his desire. So it is very difficult to answer a question like what kind of God is being dispensed into you? So the different points related to God is being found here and they are throughout the New Testament. And we see that God's way of revealing this is to to present a little in one place and a little more in another place. See, you cannot find explanation of this God in one place. So in the entire 66 books presents himself a little here and a little there. So in Matthew and even in John we see that and all other books of the New Testament we find many points concerning God's person. And these points may be compared to the pieces pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. I don't know if you have ever seen a jigsaw puzzle or a puzzle that need to be put together in order to, to form a complete picture. And it is as if God, God is anything concerning God has been scattered within the, the Bible, within the scriptures. And someone needs to take time to, to organize this puzzle pieces to put them in the right order that he completes a, he forms a complete picture. So we need to collect all the points concerning God's person found in the New Testament and then we put them together in order to see a picture hallelujah in order to see a picture of the kind of God is being dispensed into us Previously, we discovered that God desires one thing. He may dispense himself into his chosen people. So, in the New Testament, God's person is revealed in both plain words and in parables and signs. God uses plain words to reveal himself. He uses even parables to reveal himself and even he uses signs. Most of us, we think that uh, Jesus was just uh, like, he came to do miracles, signs and wonders. But these signs, they were revealing a kind of God that wants to dispense himself within us. And today we are going to start with the without God, is revealing himself in plain words. In plain words, see, there are at least 29 items so you are going to, to see them one by one 29 items in plain words God is revealing himself it is the name of Jesus now number one is the father of the son and the holy spirit now, the God who is dispensing himself into us is number one the triune God he is the father is the son 
and is revealing himself as the Holy Spirit. When you read Matthew 28 verses 19, you see that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit certainly are not three gods. No. God is one. Yet he is triune. So, in order for us to get a revelation of him, he wanted to see him as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, remember, we begin with the baptism. We see in the uh, the triune God in Matthew 28, verses 19. Bible says that, Go ye therefore, and, and he says, Go therefore and disciple all nations, baptize them into the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So, they are supposed to be baptized into the triune God. When a person is baptized in water, he is baptized into a triune God. The name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this is the Trinity. So in this verse here is one name of the divine Trinity. The name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One name is the name of Jesus. The name of the Father and of the, the Son and the Holy Spirit. It is the name of the Father. It is also the name of the Son and it is the name of the Spirit. It is one name that belongs to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, The name is the sum total of that divine being equivalent to his person. So to, to baptize anyone into the name of the Trinity is to immerse him into all that the triune God is. When we are baptized, when we baptize people in the name of the Trinity, we are keeping them, we are immersing them into whatever, everything the Triune God is. Hallelujah. Matthew and John are the two books in which the divine Trinity is more fully revealed. Now, for the participation and the enjoyment of God's chosen people, you see that in all the other books of the scripture, John unveils the mystery of the Godhead in the Father, Son, and the Spirit. Especially in chapter 14. When you come to John chapter 14 throughout chapter 16, you begin to see that there is an experience of life. If you want to see this God revealed, unveiled in chapter 14 of John through 16, it is for our experience of life. Matthew discloses the reality of the divine trinity in the, in the one name of all three. He says, for the constitution of the kingdom. Because Matthew was concentrating on the kingdom of God. And in his opening chapter, uh, of Matthew, that is chapter 1 we see that mentions the Holy Spirit in verse 18 and he continues to mention the Son still in verse 18 then he continues to mention God the Father in verse 23 and when you, you go on you see that they are on the scene the producing of the man Jesus in verse 21 
So, in that, when you come across Matthew chapter 1, you see that Matthew took time to reveal that the triune God was on the scene trying to bring forth the Son. I want us to read Matthew chapter 1 and let us uh, come and go through those verses. Is the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Now, Matthew 1 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary had been betrothed, betrothed Joseph, before they came together, she was found with a child of the Holy Ghost. So, he first mentions the presence of the Holy Spirit. He says, The child was of the Holy Spirit. And he has also mentioned the Son Jesus Christ there. When you come to verse 23 the Bible says behold the virgin shall be with a child shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel which means interpreted God is with us so they now mention God the father hallelujah but when you see verse 21 you see that it says that and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Jesus for it is he that shall save his people from their sins praise the name of Jesus so now so far we have seen that in the first chapter of Matthew the entire trine God is mentioned we have seen that Jehovah the Savior and God with us this is the embodiment of the triune God in chapter 3 of Matthew it presents a picture of the son Jesus Christ standing in the waters of baptism and see the opened heaven the spirit as a dove is descending upon the son of man which is Jesus now we also see hear the voice of the father out of the heavens speaking concerning the son when you read Matthew Matthew chapter 3 Jesus' baptism you come to verses 16 Bible says that and Jesus when he was baptized went up straight away from the waters and lo the heavens were opened unto him and he saw Jesus saw the spirit of God descending as a dove coming upon him verse 17 says and lo a voice a voice out of heavens saying this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. So in that scene only we have seen the trinity still the, 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 the triune God in chapter 12 of Matthew we see the son in the person of man, of man casting out demons. And he says he was casting out demons by the spirit. He was casting out the demons by the spirit to bring in the kingdom of God the Father. When you read Matthew chapter 12 verses, now we are we are looking for the scattered truths that unveil the triune God the kind of God that dispenses himself in us. Praise the name of Jesus. When you come to Matthew 12 verses, verses 20 verses 28 
is the name of Jesus. Bible says that but if I by the spirit of God cast out devils then is the kingdom of God the Father come upon you. Jesus was casting out devils but by the spirit so that he may bring in the kingdom of God the Father. I hope you saw even that uh, scattered truth concerning this wonderful trinity. You see, when we talk about trinity, people will always think about Matthew 28 because it is clear. It says, go and baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. But right there from chapter 1, we have seen is the name of Jesus. Chapter 3, we have seen there is the trinity, the, the trinity there, the triune God. Chapter 12, we have seen is the name of Jesus. Now, when you come to Matthew chapter 16, see the Son is revealed by the Father, the disciples, or the building of the church. Remember, in chapter 16 of Matthew, verses 16, Jesus comes to them and asks them a question. He says, and, and when they failed to answer somewhere, saying, You are Elijah, Jeremiah, and even other prophets, he says, What about you? Who do you say that I am? And is Peter begins to reveal the identity, what he had seen in the spirit. The Bible says in Matthew 16 16 that, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are you, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father, which is in heaven. Hallelujah. He says, But my Father, which is in heaven. And you continue to read verses 18. He says, And I say also unto you that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I'll give you unto, unto thee the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be found in heaven. Whatsoever, whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The building up of the church also, you see that the Son is revealed by the Father, the disciples. The Father revealed the Son to Peter. And Peter tells the disciple, disciples that this is the Christ, the Son of God. Hallelujah. And now, when we come to Matthew chapter 17, you see another scene whereby uh, the son entered into transfiguration. In verse 2, praise the name of Jesus. And he was confirmed by the father's word. And the father was delighted in his son. In verse 5. Now, when we read Matthew chapter 17, verse 2, the Bible says, And he was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun. And his raiment was white as the light. Then verse 5 says, God the Father was now responding 
He says that while he yet spake, Peter was speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And behold, a voice of out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear you him. God the Father continues to introduce the Son. Now, when you see that, it was a small display of the manifestation of the kingdom that Matthew 16, 28 is talking about. And we see that in the closing chapters, after Christ, we see that Christ as the last Adam had now passed through the process of crucifixion entered into the realm of resurrection and now he became the life-giving spirit. He came back to his disciples in the atmosphere and the reality of his resurrection to charge them to speak to the Gentiles, the kingdom uh, people by baptizing them into the name of the Father, the Son and the Spirit which is the person, the reality of the Trinity. Hallelujah. So, according to Matthew, we see that such a baptism into the reality of the Father, the Son, the Spirit is the constitution of the kingdom, the kingdom of heavens. The heavenly kingdom, we see that it cannot be organized the human beings of flesh and blood. That's why the Bible says in in 1 Corinthians 15.50 whereby Paul says that uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 15.50 Paul talks about something concerning this. He says that now this I say brethren that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither does corruption inherit incorruption. So this revelation cannot be organized with human beings. It's not flesh and blood. It's not something there's not something it's not something earthly that can reveal such uh, an organization just as we see that the book of Matthew has showed us. Praise the name of Jesus. So people need to be immersed into the union the triune God and then they are established and built up with this triune God is wrought into them besides this there is no way we can enter this kingdom there is no way we can see come to this level whereby the triune God is able to dispense himself into us for the triune God to be able to wrote himself into us there has got to be the immersion they are supposed to be baptized into this union the triune God that's why he tells them that when you go to preach make sure you baptize the people immerse them in the triune God besides that fresh and blood and not enter such an organization that the Lord has shown us here Praise the name of Jesus. This is a wonderful experience so far we have gone through. And I want to talk about the grace of Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. 
The child of God, wherever you are connecting from, following this wonderful teaching series, you've got to see the heartbeat of the Father. This time around, we have been talking about God the person. God, his person. Uh, as we are talking about God and his person, we need to consider what kind of God intends to dispense himself into us. And we have seen so far that there are many seeds that are revealed and they are scattered in the entire New Testament. And we need to, little by little, present this little in one place, collect another little from another place. We gather until we make one uh, form of this or that is dispensing into us. And we have seen that when you go in the book of Matthew, right there from chapter 1, throughout the entire uh, book of Matthew, up to chapter 18, there are some verses, some scriptures that are showing us that this God is a triune God, Father, Son, and the Spirit. And another thing that I, I, I want to emphasize before even I stop today is that when you are confronting the truth in the scriptures, just know that all the truth is not in one place. Just as you see this jigsaw a puzzle, the way it is scattered, and you have a task of arranging the pieces so that the puzzle is well formed to form a complete picture. The same applies to truth. You can't get truth from one Bible. You can't get truth from one chapter. You can't get the final truth from even uh, a few scriptures. You keep on finding other articles, other items that when you form them you come to the complete truth. Hallelujah. So, this time around we have seen that in the New Testament God's this person is revealed both in plain words, in parables, and in signs. So far in the plain words, we have seen that he speaks of himself over 29 items in plain words. And we have seen the first item he is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And we have seen that in, throughout the entire book of Matthew, we have seen some verses that are showing us this triune God. God is a triune God. He is one, yet He is triune. He is the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And the moment you come to Christ, the secret of baptism causes you to enter into such an experience of the triune God. This makes baptism so important, so important in the body of Christ because it is through baptism that we are immersed in such a reality. Praise the name of Jesus. And this is the power of baptism. You are immersed into the union with this triune God. And then we are established, we are built up with this triune God who is wrought into us. Glory to God for this wonderful experience in the word of God. I trust the Holy Spirit that even at this moment you have received something that is heavenly. Something that is of life. Something that you can 
think about ponder and then you see more light from the word of god and if you stick with me as we are going through this uh, long teaching series you are going to get out of things just like that plain and you see the glory of god i want to encourage you to keep on following this wonderful program keep on following freedom experience ministry as we continue to go through the scriptures to see that experience the triune god we experience the father the son and the spirit of god our enjoyment in the mighty name of jesus i will stop here once again i want to appreciate those that stick with us on all our platform you can watch our tv from experience tv get it uh get our application from google play store or visit our website at freedom experience ministry org even the radio and even other platforms for you in the name of jesus god bless you this is pastor dennis you don't experience ministry in pala uganda